broadcasting from the Penguin Air Plumbing and Electrical Studios. We're your hosts, Will Hallett and Wade Rusk, and this is the Penguin Pro Show. Today is episode nine, and we're going to be talking about tankless water heaters. The Penguin Pro Show is an informative podcast talking about air conditioning, heating, plumbing, and electrical systems in the home. Each week, we'll bring on a panel of professionals to educate listeners on different topics related to these systems. Today, we are joined by Jack Berger. He is a, a, a rep with RepNet. That's hard to say, a rep with RepNet. Yeah. And our Penguin Pros, Landon Stanley and Louis Macias. Uh, Landon is uh, one of our plumbers here on our plumbing team, and uh, and Louis is our plumbing manager. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. Thank welcome. you. Good to be here. Yeah, Landon's first time on the show. First timer. And uh, I'll get to Jack here in a minute, but I want to talk to this guy over here a little bit, Louis. Yes. He's in the hot seat. Okay. Uh, Wade's not here. Wade's still in uh, Miami. He's flying back today. Is he? Yeah, so he'll be back tomorrow. That's awesome. Is he having fun? He says he's having fun. Yeah. He had a business lunch out there yesterday um, and happens to be spring break in Ooh. Miami. So, What's the weather like right now? I don't know. He oh, said man. it was nice, though. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And then Landon's, uh, you know, how long have you been with us now, Landon? Um, two years. Two years? Yep. You still liking it? Loving it. Awesome. Love it here. Tell me a little bit about your background getting into plumbing. Um. So I got into, uh, I, I always kind of did a little bit of plumbing. Uh, my stepdad owned a remodeling company. My dad was a plumber in Chicago. My uncle owned a plumbing company in Chicago. So I was always kind of in it. Um, when I first got into it, I was uh, 20, almost 21. And I actually went to a company where they made you do both, AC and plumbing. Okay. So I, always, I did both. And then I just really liked the plumbing. So I just kind of dropped the AC part and just went full plumbing. Awesome. So what made you like plumbing over air um the attics you know i was yeah. i was installing ac units a lot uh where i worked you did the install you did the service you did you know everything, everything. it wasn't so much of a this guy does this or this guy does that so i was kind of just doing everything and i was like man after all these years i want to get out of the attic so i like the plumbing i like helping people yeah. so either one was good for me but just getting out of those hot attics yeah that's what's great about home services is you do get to work with people right You're not yeah doing all that new construction or uh ti's or remodels mm -hmm. but and you have that personality yeah in fact i heard that you were on a commercial yeah a little kid when i was a little kid i was a peanut butter commercial so say the line i love jiffy peanut butter wow i could eat it for breakfast lunch and dinner and that's but my mom wouldn't let me do that how long? Oh, is that? I That's what I was, was interrupting. Sorry, <laughs> I you kept cutting him off. I know. I still. Oh, the line it. does say that. That's what the my line. mom wouldn't let me. Oh, okay, uh -huh. okay. But my mom can I Google that, that and find it? I don't know. I don't know if you can or if you could ever find it. How old were you? I was like a little kid, like five maybe. Wow. Six. I remember I went to the first audition and then the second one and then I went to the filming and. Okay. Maybe and Jonathan I think can my find older that brother, episode. We have to find that. that. My older brother got jealous i guess because i was kind of tagging along with him and so then my mom stopped taking me i was like i could have been a star <laughs> wow but movie star now you're a plumber even better all right <laughs> and louis yes. louis do you remember last episode you were on what you were gonna do oh you well you were serious why not if we got <laughs> five-year-old commercial <laughs> jiffy boy over here jiffy boy you are. <laughs> Whoa. Keep going. All right, all right. 
my fire. No, I can't do it. All right. I'm under pressure right now, and my Luke. voice is just not there right now. I woke up, and, and, and I thought about plumbing, not singing. Well, I'm ready. You know, all the ladies are going to love that little uh, <laughs> teaser there. So, <laughs> so John, Jonathan's in the background with a lighter. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate the positivity. That you're was my, you're first, my fire. That was my first dancing <laughs> concert ever. So, Louis right said he was going to sing on the next episode. That was his little tease. Maybe we can get a. We I can get more prepared for the next show. I need Wade here. We need uh you need Wade. That yeah. Why? Because the way he looks into my eyes when we're talking, <laughs> it's just it brings a different kind of just animal out of me. All right, nobody's gonna work for Penguin now. <laughs> All right, so well gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Louie, thanks for joining again. And then uh thank I'm gonna you. introduce Jack here. Jack is with Repnet. Uh Repnet is uh a um a vendor. So Local speak. manufacturer's representative okay. for plumbing products. And we're going to be talking about tankless, so what's the product we're going to be talking about? Uh, tankless in general, just to talk about some of the differences, changes, you know, what, how it's come about, where okay. it started, where it's at now. Uh, we represent Navian as a brand. Okay. Um, Navian is very innovative in the tankless industry and the fact that they keep doing all these firsts that no one else did. Back in the early 2000s when they came to the U.S. from South Korea, they were the first tankless manufacturer to introduce a recirculating system inside the box okay and so that innovators was in the very in the innovative and we'll get into that as we get into the show here um but jack kind of tell me a little bit about your background uh how you got into what you do and then uh we'll get into kind of the pros of tankless water heaters um i have actually some history on tankless water heaters um that i want to talk about that i researched so why don't you talk a little bit about your background? Uh, kind of like Landon, in the, in, the, in the construction industry as a kid, um, you know, my family rebuilt, remodeled houses. And so we kind of, you know, did those add-ons, additions from the ground up, you know, digging the trenches, running the sewer pipe, laying the foundation, building walls, putting on trusses, everything from the shingles down to the, the plumbing under the ground and everything in between. Um, probably more affiliated on the electrical side as far as what my kind of focus was growing up and then I hired on with the company that I work with now RepNet as a plumbing warehouse manager basically as I was graduating from college I was just working part-time managing the warehouse putting stuff away finding out what gadgets and widgets were in the warehouse mm -hmm. and then after I finished college uh, I kind of moved into an inside sales and that rapidly turned into outside sales so just the plumbing and electrical background has kind of got me just still into the construction trade. And this was a little bit easier on the bones. I'm not under cabinets all day long, like yeah. landing over there. <laughs> so this kind of helped me out uh, with a degree in marketing. It was kind of a perfect fit for me. You know, I'm, I don't need to sell something. I need to sell myself. Right. If I can sell myself, I can sell the widget. It don't matter. That's all awesome. Right. That is cool. That, that is awesome. cool. So Jack, you, we were visiting earlier. You said you've been with the company like 20 years now? Yeah, since 2000. Uh, okay. I started on in the warehouse in 2000 and kind of gradually worked my way through the company. And in the last two years, I've become a minor principal of the agency. So literally working from the warehouse to the top. Awesome. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's, I like that. Yeah. Well, good. I, um, awesome. I'm going to be more the uh, customer today, guys, because I have a lot of questions, actually. Um, being an AC guy, AC is what I did for 20 years. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, with Wade, we're the owners of Penguin Air Plumbing and Electrical. Um, but so I'm thankful 
for you to come on and talk about this. So I did some, like I said, I did some background research on water heaters. You found some cool stuff. I learned a lot from you today. Yeah, and I can't, I thought, I've been to uh, Rome. Have you guys ever been to Rome? No. And, you know, Rome, the Romans were incredible, right? They did some amazing things. Talk about innovators. Innovators, yeah. right? Um, of course, they came out with all uh, those baths and um, they they were the kind of the first ones to really get into hot water. We take it for granted, right? Correct. And uh, taking it for granted, I've lived outside the States before. Uh, for two years, I lived out in Guatemala in the depths of the jungle. And, wow. And, uh, and not having hot water, sometimes we'd have to heat water on a stove and then dump it into colder water in a tub and take our baths that way. To blend it. Blend it. Or they had this electrical... Um, point of use right at the at the uh not point of use but instant hot water right at the shower head yeah oh, and wow. they would electrocute you wow. if you stood up and hit it right <laughs> so it's come a long way and but tank water heaters really started coming about in the late 1800s so 1890 um and before that there was a guy that came out before in the 1860s with tank water heaters but they weren't safe they were blown up they were um the carbon dioxide, there's no flu venting form. So in the 1990s, we've all heard of this guy in the industry, right? <clears throat> now, we were having this discussion earlier. Is it rude or rud? I hear it both ways all the time. Right. What do you call it, Landon? Rud. Rud? Rud. Because I don't like to tell customers rude. Now, I've heard it's rude to say rude. Oh, really? I don't know. I just don't. I just like, hey, yeah, we're going to put a rude water heater in there. So like, it's R U U D. I say rud. Correct. So rud. Hmm. And he was the first one to come out with a tank water heater that was safe for homes, right? And you said 1990. <laughs> I think you meant 1890. 1890. Did I say 1990? You just did, yeah. Oops. So 1890 is when they came out with the first tank water heater wow. for homes. Yeah. And then that evolved and what it is today with tank water heaters, yeah. right? And then in the 19, early 1900s, so 1920s, is when tankless water heaters started coming about. Now this happened, this really was happening in Europe, um, Asia. Yeah. And then it didn't get to the States till the seventies. Wow. With tankless. Tankless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in the nineties, it really started to take off, but there's only really a 7% market share of tankless water heaters today hmm. um, in the market in the United States. So we're, we're a little behind, but we're going to talk a little bit about that, why that is. Um, and you kind of mentioned that. So let's let's start talking about the pros of tank water heaters. Um, what why it's better than a or tankless, pros of tankless yeah. over tank water heaters. Typically the first thing that always comes to mind is just the endless hot water or on demand, meaning that if you've got a family of five, the last person doesn't run out of hot water halfway through the shower if everybody's showering back to back in the morning getting ready for school and work. That's been one of the big, biggest selling points of tankless is the endless hot water. Um, when you start talking about the 1970s as far as, you know, when it first came to the States, and then the 1990s really is kind of when it started taking off in the States, the concept of tankless wasn't designed for the U.S. market and the fact that we build our homes bigger than where they were originally being installed at overseas. Mm -hmm. So the units had a challenge as far as figuring out how this unit worked using it in a different application. 
So it's come a long ways in a short period of time when you just start looking at the advancements in technology. You know, we talk about tankless water heaters, and when you talk about the 90s, you know, you're talking about two or three gallons per minute. It's endless hot water, but it's not a big boost of water to begin with. We've come a long ways in the fact that now you can get eight or nine gallons per minute out of a gas tankless water heater. That's enough to run three or four showers at the same time, so you can have multiple people showering at the same time. You know, we build homes here a little bit differently. Five bedrooms, three bathrooms, as opposed to two bedrooms, one bathroom. It needs to be able to have a bigger boost to be able to provide more hot water. So that that endless hot water is really what's changing the dynamics of people looking to go away from the traditional tank water heater to nowadays the the tankless. You said eight to 10 gallons? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot, yeah. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, that's using what I would call the biggest residential model, which is 199,000 BTU tankless. Anything over that becomes a commercially rated and it's gonna be a really expensive appliance. We're trying to keep those costs down to make them affordable for every homeowner. Well, I went to a um, laundromat yesterday and he's running all of his systems off of two Navians that are in series. Uh, is what it's called, right? Yeah, we the, the term that Navian as the manufacturer uses is in cascade in mode. Cascade, yeah. And then obviously the term series, you know, you don't want to run tankless in series. It's always going to be piped in parallel. Yeah. You okay. want to get equal distribution out of all the heaters. You don't want to daisy chain them one into the next, whereas you do that with the traditional tank type water heater. Yeah, so just imagine running all those industrial washers on hot and it's just those two water heaters that are on the wall that are doing all the work. Yeah. Wow. So what is so how does a tank water heater work versus a tankless can you explain to that to our <laughs> listeners a little bit i don't know who wants to take that but i'll start um tank type water heaters hold a specific volume of water 24 hours a day doesn't matter if it's morning afternoon or evening so if it's a 30 gallon tank type water heater it has to hold 30 gallons of water and keep it hot all the time utilizing a little bit more fuel a little less efficiency because now you've got heat loss uh, whereas a traditional tankless water heater doesn't have that because typically it's on demand it only makes the hot water when somebody turns on a faucet so now you're only using energy you're only heating the water when somebody is specifically asking for it so that's going to be the biggest difference is we're not holding whatever the volume of water is 24 hours a day we can only heat the water or we not can we only heat the water when someone needs hot water and that really cuts back on the fuel consumption you know we we've got to be real conscientious about fossil fuels um, we see everything going on right now with the gas pipelines and all that though I maybe mean, fossil fuels are a valuable entity and if we run out of them we can't get them back mm-hmm. so going away from the traditional tank type water heater is a great way to cut back on your fuel consumption okay so one of the other big yeah. things about it is uh you don't have 50 gallons of water waiting to burst or flood or damage your property at any Mm. time. And with the tankless, it's cool because all you have to do is install one of those automatic shutoff valves before it gets to the water heater. If it ever has a leak, it shuts off, no water loss, no damage. It really saves you a lot of heartache and a lot of headache. No leaks. So insurance companies love tankless water heaters. They do. Oh yeah. Right? It's probably, I mean, washing machine hoses and water heaters are the biggest causes mm-hmm. of water damage in right. every residential Lots. application. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Landon, I'm going to put you on the hot seat real quick. Sure. So you show up to a customer's house, never heard of a tankless before, never heard of it. Mm-hmm. How do you introduce it to them or how do you, because I know you're perfect at educating them sure. because customers love you, right? They Because you educate them. But how do I say you show up, I'm a customer, 
Never heard of it before. Mm -hmm. I got a tank in my garage. It's leaking. It's not flooding yet, but it's leaking. How do you introduce So I, I always start with like, you know, questions, right? Probing the customer. So how, how was this water heater before it started leaking? Did it do good for you guys? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was good. Towards the end, we were kind of running out of hot water. Oh, yeah, that's that's a problem sometimes. Well, you know, with a 50-gallon water heater, you'll never get 50 gallons of hot water because as the hot water goes out, the cold water comes in. You know, we have tankless units now that can provide endless hot water. How many kids do you have here? You tell about the kids. Oh, so with your lifestyle, you got like multiple kids bathing at the same time while, you know, your wife's down doing the dishes or blah, 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 and kind of go over all that. And like, oh yeah, you guys would be great for a tankless. It's going to save you space here. You put this here and kind of just explain it all to them like that. Start with the question always though. <clears throat> always. Know? And if, if you're like, hey, how was it? And they're like, oh, it was great. It was a great unit, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, do you ever run out of hot water? You just kind of probe a little bit more. And then at the end of the day, unfortunately, like, sometimes tankless isn't for absolutely everyone. Yeah. And that's just, it just is what it is. You've right? got to qualify that customer you, to you, find you, that you out, though. You do. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you're like, you've got them sold on a tankless, and then you're like, oh, crap, the vent comes up here, runs over there, then it runs through this wall. The gas line is, you know. 40 feet away. Oh, that's way longer than the 25 that we need for our, oh, now we got to do gas work. And then you just, so not everybody's a candidate. Not everyone is. You okay. got to make sure they are qualifying. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. That brings up a good point. Cause like my house, for example, yeah. I've been wanting to put tankless in this house for, since I bought it a year ago, it's a 20 year old home. And, um, the problem I have in the house is it's a, it's a two story. One is, you know, I have four bathrooms in this house. Okay. And I don't have a loop for water treatment, mm -hmm. okay? And that's another story because my pool would have to be softened and we'd have to reroute all the water to the pool now. And your landscaping probably all comes off the main line as opposed all to this, the line going specifically My house was never it. set up for it. So until we have time to get plumbers over there to really tear up my yard, I can do tankless, I can do water treatment. But yeah, not everyone's a candidate and it can become a big investment if so. But over time, you know, it can pay for itself because we're going to get into that. Another pro, James, or excuse me, uh, Jack, is that that system, okay, will last a lot longer than a tank water heater. Longevity. I mean, what's the life of a tank water heater? I, they typically have a six-year warranty. Yeah, I mean, most people are lucky to get years, much than that. Yeah. After 10 years, I always tell my customer, oh, it's over 10 years old, you're on borrowed time. Okay especially in arizona and what is the life expectancy of a tankless water heater pretty much double that about 20 years i was going to say about 25 yeah. years it 20 has to a 15 25 year years. warranty on the heat exchanger and that's usually the only real problem with yeah them, if there ever is one okay so you have a longer warranty it's going to last longer but to maintain that warranty, is there anything specific that the manufacturer wants you to do? Absolutely, especially in the southwest. We've got really hard water and water treatment is always something we recommend regardless of product, tank or tankless. Quite honestly, like Landon mentioned earlier, you know, that six-year-old tank, maybe it started out at a 65% efficient unit, but year over year, it starts getting buildup inside of it and sediment. It starts losing its efficiency. It starts losing that ability of heating up 50 gallons of hot water. I mean, by the time it's done at 10 years, mm -hmm. there might only be 30 gallons of capacity in the tank. Tankless water heaters, same way as, you know, we want to make sure that we're maintaining them. Putting some form of water treatment on it is always recommended just to 
help reduce the amount of scale buildup inside of the heat exchanger. That also helps prolong the appliance and keeps that efficiency rating. When you go from tank to tankless, you're talking about a much more efficient unit. Okay. So there is um, some other things that we have to talk about or educate the customer on to make sure we get maximized efficient, maximize the efficiency of that tankless mm -hmm. water heater. Yeah, right? and just like a, a normal tank water heater, you should be flushing it and draining it out and getting all that sediment build out Regular every year. Well, with like a tankless, what would you say? Every probably two years. At minimum, every two years. You go and you do a you do a chemical flush and you descale everything and you kind of like get it nice and clean. And that way, it keeps the heat exchanger on point and like keeping the water hot. And it's like w when they kind of get built up, you know, like they'll have the hot water on. They're like, yeah, it was really nice and hot. And then it dropped down in temperature. And then it got really, really hot. And then I was messing with the thing. So keeping that heat exchanger clean and that's what the softener does. That's what flushing it does. All that. Yeah. Okay. You got to main. I, I don't care if you get the best car in the world, you still have to change the oil. So right. you can't. You can't just think, well, oh, it's a, a tankless. It's the best thing. Why do I have to maintenance it? Well, you have to maintenance everything. Yeah. Well, I mentioned this earlier. Yeah. Air conditioning units. You're from the HVAC mm -hmm. side. You know, everybody knows you got to change your air filters every month or however often it needs to be done. You know that that concept hasn't transitioned in the plumbing world yet. Um, you know, water heaters need maintenance. Yeah. They do. Yeah, a lot of them don't know that, and that's why we we go out. We have a, a maintenance plan, and we do do a lot of the maintenance. A lot of people, when we go to flush these water heaters, have never done it. Yeah, and there could be, you know, a, what a third of the tank could have sediment yeah, on it. About a quarter, about a quarter, a quarter it, yeah. Which you're losing efficiency. So same thing with tankless. I'm sure that that can build up if you don't have water treatment on the Absolutely, system. you lose some of your temperature. You know, if the heater's set at 120 degrees. If you've got a lot of scale buildup inside of the heater, you can't get that heat transferred into mm -hmm. the water as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now you're actually wasting money up the exhaust because all the heat's going out the exhaust instead of going into the water. So a lot of people start seeing a lot of dollar signs as we're talking about this, right? Water treatment, tankless, you know. But it's so much more healthier. It's You're saving money in the long run. Correct. Okay, It's hard to see that initial investment is going to save you money, but it's going to save you money. Health is something we didn't even discuss earlier today, but Legionella's disease is a big topic on yeah. everybody's mind. Mm -hmm. You can't get Legionella's in a tankless water heater. There is no standing water. It's constantly renewing the water in the system. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So these are things that we need to be educating our listeners about um, and our customers. Um, it's very important that it's not just, okay, I'm never going to run out of hot water ever again, right? right. Louie, I mean, we talk about this all the time is how can we educate customers more and more about the advantages of these things? That's probably why it hasn't hit the States, not only because of the big homes, but it's cheaper to put a tank water heater in the home. These it builders is. put these tank water heaters in there. Um, I see it in the future. Because I said earlier, we only have a 7% market share in the United States of tankless water heaters. I think that number might be a little higher today. Is it 10? Yeah, I think we're closer to 15. That was in 16. I yeah, we're article. probably closer to 15% now, almost 20%. Are we starting to see new builds yes. with tankless yeah. water yes, heaters? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we see them. We I see a lot of the national them. builders are actually starting to put tanklesses as a standard and not just an optional upgrade. This is what's hard about that, though, is it's only the more higher-end builders that are doing that because you just can't have any run-of-the-mill plumber go do a tankless water heater. Mm -hmm. It takes a little more finesse. It takes a little bit more work. you got to do a little bit of a cleaner job. The other ones pull the old tank out, set the old tank where that one was, and right. then you're gone. This one, you're hanging on the Easy. wall. You're doing the piping. So it 
takes a higher caliber of plumber to install the tankless. So some of the lower end builders, they're not paying the extra for the higher end plumbers to come and do the tankless. So that's, that's one of the things too, I think okay. I thought about. So are we seeing, so we're starting to see an influx of tankless water heaters, even on the bigger homes. Yeah. Are there like two now? Tank, yeah. Two yeah. Uh, we've heaters? got a couple local builders here. I don't know if I can use names or not, but um, they're putting two standard in every one of their homes because it's a 5,000 square foot home with mm -hmm. four or five bathrooms. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a semi-custom home. It's not your everyday track home, but in a semi-custom home where they're putting 25, 30 homes per project, mm -hmm. they're putting two standard in these applications. Now, <clears throat> is it better to put one inside the house or outside the house? Uh, we're in a pretty warm climate. It's probably yeah. safe to put them on the outside of the house. Yeah. Uh, some of the manufacturers, us as well, we've got recessed cabinets where the unit's oh, actually protected. Say, that's where I see them a lot outside, yeah. where they're like almost like electrical panel, but it's recessed yeah. to the wall. Looks like a locker. Open the locker door, and inside of there is a water heater. Yeah, my sister has one outside and one inside, inside right? Inside and outside. In fact, yeah. we can bring up my sister's application because right. this is a good point. My sister has a really large home. Um, up in Paradise Valley, and this home has two tankless water heaters on it. But she's taking forever to get hot water to her master bathroom. Yeah. And I just, and that might be a little bit of con, but she tr we tried to put recirculation pumps on there. What, on your products, we talked about this. Yeah. What are some things that can we can, your products can do to take care of that? Because like we said, it's not turn on the faucet, the hot water's there. Yeah. Some, the benefit is that you're continually having hot water once it gets there Correct. and it'll never run out. Right. My wife takes a bathtub like twice a day and she fills that thing up. And yeah. And that's something you're right. We talked about earlier, but that's, that's kind of been one of the biggest miseducations, if you will, of tankless water heaters. Everybody thinks it's instant hot water and it's not, it's endless hot water. You have to integrate some form of recirculation or like your story in Guatemala point of use, mm -hmm. put the water heater right at the actual hot source. <laughs> right. You know, those are the two ways to get instant hot water is integrate some form of recirculation or install a point of use appliance with traditional tankless water heaters. It's endless hot water. We've got to do that recirculation. Navian being the innovators, like we said, you know, they put a recirc pump in their unit from the get go. Okay. Giving customers the option of saying, hey, do you want this unit to be strictly on demand, meaning you're only heating water? when you need it, that's gonna be the most efficient and most effective way of heating water without additional cost incurred. Adding that recirculation pump gives us the flexibility of providing the customer with the instant hot water, but now the pump's gonna run a little bit more often, so now we're gonna use a little bit more fuel than if it was just on demand only. But with the efficiencies of these new condensing tankless water heaters being above 95%, I mean, you're, you're talking about almost a 30% monthly savings in your gas bill on average, even when you're running that recirculating pump. So now you're providing the best of both worlds. Wow. Fuel efficiency, cost savings, and that instant hot water, that comfort. When I turn on the faucet, I don't gotta wait 20 minutes to get hot water. All that water going down the drain. I love that. I'm, I, gonna, I'm gonna throw in a question from the producer you asked. I know tankless, if you put it on a recirc, you used to have to have a storage tank involved in that too. Have we gotten away from that? We have. Well, the Navian does have a buffer tank inside. Correct. There's a small two-liter buffer tank inside of the Navian heater. Anything under two gallons still qualifies as, as Energy Star efficient tankless water heaters. Okay. You know, you get above two gallons, you're a tank now. So you're under a different umbrella when you get to the Energy Star ratings. But less than that two gallons, which we're at two liters, our units still qualify for that Energy Star 
um, you know, high efficiency. We're actually at 97% efficiency rating on our appliance, but you're right with recirculation. The old way was tankless water heater. If you want to recirc, you got to put a small electric water heater. Well, what was the point of putting tankless if yeah. you're putting that electric water right. heater right underneath it on the ground? Right. You know, the whole concept of tankless is get it on the wall, get it out of the way, save some space. You got to put that small electric tank water heater on the ground and recirculate yeah. through that. You just throw the efficiency coalition right out of the out of the out of the equation. So yes, you used to have to do that. You don't need to do that anymore with our products. You can recirculate right through our units. I love it. So, um, and that's why we probably sell Navian is for that feature. And we do sell. We're starting to sell a lot of those, right, Louis? Yes. A lot of tankless water heaters. Yes. A I lot just of, sold one. Yeah. A lot of customers are very. Um, they're starting to ask a lot of questions about tanklesses, which is pretty awesome because you want to get away from the tank. Mm-hmm. I just, it's such a scary thing if you really think about it. Like mine, I have a, I have, I still have a tank, a 50 gallon, and now it's starting to sound like it's making popcorn. So now I'm like, man, how much water do I, am I really heating up? You know, because how much sediment is in there that is starting to cook? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. like with the tankless, it's just, it's just so convenient. Um, it's just, I think it's, there's more pros and cons. The only cons I see is like really, you know, like the vent issue stuff like, you know, just if you're not qualified to have tankless, that's the only con like, Oh, you live in a situation where like tankless is just not for you. That's the only con. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest add on to that fact was, you know, Phoenix, you go back to the 1970s and they didn't put gas in every community. We've got lots of pockets of homes that have electric only. Mm -hmm. And there are electric tankless brands out there. We represent one of them, but obviously we're talking about gas appliances today. Mm-hmm. Sure. And most of your new construction is all going to be gas. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I'm that, glad you brought that up. That was Jack. one of the things is, you know, if you're an electric only neighborhood, that qualifies you as yeah. maybe not the right customer. Right. Yeah. You just can't get is... the GPM Correct. on the electric that you can on gas. So right. just no, they haven't figured it out yet. Correct. Well, I'm glad we brought that up because there is a lot of, a lot of pockets here in the valley. And probably throughout the United States where it's just electric. Probably in the southwest. It's not. It's, in the southwest, it's, it's mostly. Florida, Arizona are the big markets. Yeah. You know, we get we get that question all the time. Hey, when's Navian going to make an electric tankless water heater? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you take out central Phoenix and some small pockets of Florida, everywhere else in the world has gas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's – Landon said it exactly right. With electric tankless water heaters, you know, you get three gallons per minute out of it, just enough to do one shower. That doesn't fit in a lot of our bigger homes. No, no it does not. Yeah. So let's wrap it up a little bit. We, you talked a bit a little about the ROI, the payback. Um, and I, I have here that it's usually about 20 to 25% monthly savings on your gas. On your gas. Yeah, your gas fuel usage. Um, you know, we, we made a, a little bit of a story with the producer earlier about, you know, the, the usage. You know, if you've got a 50-gallon tank water heater and you go to a high-efficiency tankless water heater, the comment of you should save about 20 to 25%. However, if you've got a family of five and with that 50-gallon tank, you all were limited to five-minute showers, so everybody got a hot shower. Right. Now that it's endless hot water, everybody's taking a 15- or a 20-minute shower. <laughs> You're not going to see as much of a savings. Right. In that, and we talked, joked about the Wi-Fi where you could turn it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if one, of your, one of your kids is in there taking a, an hour shower, hopefully not. I don't know what they're doing in that shower. <laughs> Pull up the app and just turn the heater turn off. It goes yeah. cold. Try to get out. I know you didn't shower. Yeah. I turned the Wi-Fi off. So, yeah, it's depending on – I could see how I would yeah. take longer showers after having all that. It's luxury. Well, it's water. always in the back of my mind when I'm in the shower because it's like, say you're getting ready to go somewhere, 
and it's like you don't want to take that extra long shower you know what i mean and mm-hmm. then it's like you know you get yelled at by the wife you know like hey i, I took a cold shower by the way you yeah. know what i mean yeah so it's like it, there's so many pros to me i, I love tankless just simply because it's just like like there's just hot water whenever you want i know it's cool it, it's really cool it but, is really cool stuff. now here's a question i have real quick before we wrap it up yeah summertime what do you do with a tankless it just doesn't run as much like it has a um so is that can, where the savings it dial come itself in? down so is, is that where you save more money though is it like is that where you, you really always save? save money in the summer when it comes to hot water right. in arizona yeah, because right. everything's in hot the garage the, yeah. so it does always save water um he probably knows a little bit more of the actual saying when it's a like a 15 to 1 right 15 so you, to 1 turn down ratio yeah, now so, ratio. Wow. Yeah. Wow. so that's a huge modulation yeah. in the summertime when the groundwater awesome. coming is 92 93 degrees most people don't need a big spike to no. shower they're showering at 103 or 104 it's a seven degree temperature rise. So no problem you, with a tank type water heater. You can set it at, you know, exactly where you want with tankless because there's a flow requirement. You wow. got to tell that wow. water heater to turn on based on flow. Well, when the ambient temperature is 120, groundwater coming in is 92. You don't even want a hot shower. People typically are asking, how do I get a cold shower yeah, in Phoenix? Right, 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 <laughs> and that makes it very challenging for tankless water heaters. Well, this new unit that we just came out with in 2021, our version two, actually went to a 15 to one turndown ratio and adding those additional steps of modulation. My God, what a difference it's going to make. So, wow. so can a, a homeowner then have it like a program of thermostat where during those months it can go down? You don't the, really need to with tankless it because itself. it's off. Yeah. It's off on its. It's off most of the time anyway. Whereas like the tank, you can go in and put it on what they call vacation mode, which well, a lot of people do, and it just doesn't heat as much right. because you don't need as much hot water. Where with tankless, you just ask for less out of the mix of your shower. The heater does it on its own. Mm-hmm. Okay, that it is saved, pretty cool. It saves you yeah, the there's gas. There's some really cool features going on. on its own. Yeah, I, I need to catch up with Navian because I didn't know all this stuff. Oh yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the new uh, NPE two version two. Version two. Yeah, like they A2. just launched in March of 2021. This month. Yeah. Wow. So it's uh, wow. really cool things coming off from Navian right now. That's Super so cool. cool. That's yeah. really cool. Well, Jack, <laughs> thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. I could talk about this a lot longer because I have a lot of questions. Um, in fact, Jonathan, this has probably been our longest show ever, yeah. right? Yeah, um, actually, yeah, for, for yeah. yeah. For cool. outtakes and bloopers, no, but. <laughs> that's true you that's are true. so yeah thanks for joining us gentlemen thank you Jack. Um, really appreciate thank you thank you guys here. yeah that's awesome thank you thank yeah, you so for all our listeners uh go ahead and comment if you have any questions on this episode please go ahead and leave them below and uh and like it subscribe to it um we'll be uh next week we'll be talking about some more plumbing stuff we're gonna talk about some remodels some bathroom remodel stuff and kitchen remodel what things that we can do in the bath in those uh, remodels especially going on right now people getting these big uh, stimulus money correct getting the tax returns we're seeing a lot a lot more in people improving their homes because there's you know there's they're stuck in homes. they're still they're at yeah a lot of people still at home they're getting tired of looking at that kitchen yeah. and the price of these homes has gone out the roof and yeah. they're just equity and, and taking yeah. money out so uh, we'll talk about that next week so thank you for joining awesome. us Thanks thank you for, penguin uh, Thank you. Thank you, Jack, really. Yeah. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.